Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Sunday, July 30th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. Ukraine has officially changed its Christmas holiday to December 25th in a move that further distances itself from the Russian Orthodox Church. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky signed a law that not only serves as a rejection of Russian heritage, but also affects two other Ukrainian holidays. Zelensky recently visited troops near Bakhmut in the war-torn Donetsk region, where he tweeted about the anniversary of a strike on a prison in Russian-held Olenivka that resulted in the deaths of dozens of Ukrainian prisoners of war. Meanwhile, Russia's forces have launched multiple strikes, causing civilian casualties and destroying homes. Additionally, thousands of Ukrainians affected by a dam collapse in a Russian-controlled area are still struggling to access clean water. In other news, Russian President Vladimir Putin has expressed that an African initiative could serve as a basis for peace in Ukraine. However, Ukrainian attacks have made it difficult to realize this potential. Moscow recently suffered a nighttime drone attack, which damaged two office buildings and injured a security guard. Poland and Lithuania are considering closing their respective borders with Belarus due to concerns over the Russian-linked Wagner Group. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres criticized Russia's handful of donations to certain countries, stating that they do not offset the consequences of the end of the Black Sea Initiative. Furthermore, Ukrainian soldiers have been observed firing North Korean rockets, which were seized by a friendly country before being delivered to Ukraine. Moving on to international news, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un met with Chinese diplomats to commemorate the 70th anniversary of the Armistice Day of the Korean War. Chinese President Xi Jinping sent an official letter emphasizing the comradeship written with blood that the two communist nations share due to the casualties of war. Typhoon Doksuri made landfall in eastern China, resulting in floods and landslides. Parts of Fujian province experienced torrential rains, powerful winds and widespread flooding, leading to the evacuation of 416,000 people. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has pushed back against Australian demands for an end to the prosecution of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, stating that Assange is accused of very serious criminal conduct. Blinken confirmed that Assange was discussed in talks with Australia's foreign minister Penny Wong. In Rotterdam, the Netherlands, three people were injured in a shooting at a summer carnival. Police fired shots at the shooter, and all victims, as well as the shooter, were taken to the hospital. Greece has declared three major wildfires under control in Rhodes, Corfu, and central Greece, but strong winds continue to pose a threat. These fires have claimed the lives of at least five people, burned nearly 50,000 hectares of forest and vegetation, and forced thousands of people to evacuate hotels on roads. Archaeological excavations at a Renaissance palazzo in Rome have uncovered traces of a theater believed to have been built by Emperor Nero. The excavation has also yielded hundreds of artifacts that shed light on Roman history. Lastly, in Israel, army reservists are threatening to refuse duty due to tensions over the government's proposed overhaul of the judiciary. 
Over 10,000 reservists have signed a public letter stating that they would request to be released from service if the coalition proceeds with the legislation. Meanwhile, the leader of Lebanon's Hezbollah, Hassan Nasrallah, has urged Muslims to punish those who facilitate attacks on the Quran if governments fail to take action against countries that allow its desecration. Nasrallah made these comments during a video address marking the Shiite holy day of Ashura. Shiite Muslims around the world have been commemorating Ashura, including through reenactments of the Battle of Karbala and Hussein's death. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.